Russell Brand. Rock and roll. Radio that's branded for trouble. 100% fire brand. Russell Brand on TalkSport. You are listening to Russell Brand live on TalkSport. Live, don't be ridiculous. It's recorded. We're in Manchester and it's going to be a fantastic show. With me as always is my co-host, Mr. Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm very well. Hello, Russell. Hello, the show's going quite well so far. The previous well, shows have had a little fun. Oh, I thought you meant this show. This really show is hard to judge. Live. All I've done is say it's live when it's not. It's just <laughs> a, a lie. That's all that's really happened is a man has come onto a radio station and told a lie. Being in Manchester, I mean, what what better icon, what greater guest could we have, given that it's... Morrissey. Talking... No, no, Morrissey. Oh. He's Jack, unavailable. Jack Duckworth. Jack Duckworth, unfortunately, <laughs> he also found himself busy. No, keep guessing, keep... You should know he because it actually is you. Because it, it's meant to be him. You are the... Noel Gallagher, you are the revelation <laughs> we're about to make. A surprise you somewhat marred <laughs> by revealing you by you. <laughs> Noel Gallagher's also here. What a fantastic show it's going to be. As well as Noel Gallagher, we're going to be summarising the city of Manchester through its local news and incredible trivial facts. We've got also the man who can talk to people either side of the quandary of death, Derek Akora. Akora wow. is just my reaction to his career. Well, is that what I mean? I, I decided that he can talk to them while they're living. Well, yeah. Well, well, we can we'll, all do that. Well, we can all do that. <laughs> yeah. But it's the, the other one's the good one. Yeah. When he trades. He can on. talk to dead people. I can see no. into the present <laughs> and the future, though. That's nonsense. Oh, dear. It's nonsense. Yes, it is. No, it is nonsense. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. Right, don't look over <laughs> there. Look, <laughs> hold on a minute. Remember, I'm the anchor point that keeps this together as a radio show, not just two murmuring nitwits. Certainly rhymes to. with anchor. No, <laughs> <laughs> anchor is an impertinent word. That's not even part of this. Thank you for travelling all this way up to Manchester to contribute to this radio show. It's Thank an you. Absolute pleasure, and for free, I might add. You're not being paid. I'm not being paid. Well, I started on my own transport. You provided your own transport. Yes. You're not being paid. He's holding his own mic up. We've not even got a microphone stand. Well, there will be photographs up on the TalkSport website that will reveal that Noel didn't even get a stand. Matt's got a stand. I've got, I've got, a, stand. got a lovely stand. Yeah. I've also got a spare stand over there, just in case I grow tired of this one. Matt's got a mad stand, though. He's got the swan neck, hasn't he? Matt's That's got good. a bit of a swan neck aluminium shower cable yeah. stand there, but I've got a very conventional one. Thank you for coming here, even Pleasure. though you've recently become a father again to your Ooh. second son. My second son, Sonny. Because, right, Sonny, you've sunny. had a son, you've called him Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, to clear up any confusion between him and the girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. Daughtery, <laughs> you have also had. Is it, is it okay? Are you enjoying uh, this new baby? <clears throat> no, the first two weeks are always quite, um, quite calm because they just, <laughs> they just, they just, uh, they just sit around and uh, breastfeed and sleep. But all hell will break loose in maybe a fortnight, I would have thought. So it's pretty much the best period of a human life, those first two weeks. Sarah and, and Sonny, sleeping. they eat and sleep. He, There's he, a lot of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he eats through her. She eats and they, they kind of live... They kind of live together while me and Donovan eat Watsits and watch Scooby-Doo. You too. If life could just stay like that, it would be this nigh on bloody perfect. You That's found good. your level as a yeah. man eating Watsits with your lad. He's, them two are in perfect synergy, just drinking breast milk yeah. and producing it together. It's pretty much perfection. It's a lovely situation. You said that uh, he sort of just peers at the world suspiciously through one eye. Yeah. Well, mm. they could, well you know, he's been, in a <laughs> he's been in a dark room mm. for nine months. Womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, he's kind of he opens one eye and it's like, oh, I don't know. 
don't like this. Must be dreaming. <laughs> but but uh, he's, he's, he'll be he'll, there'll be chaos within the next. By the end of the month, there'll just be bedlam. You are actually surprisingly hands-on with father, aren't you? Because yeah. I've always thought of you as like a kind of a chauvinist. But you actually no, well, no. The, the fir- when they when they baby babies, don't get involved in that because mm. that's there's no point. Do you know what I mean? Oh baby, baby, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not getting involved with no, you. No, there's no point. They've got no neck muscles, and it's yeah. they're a, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I hate people. No, just they're lollopy, aren't yeah. they? You've got to worry about their big melanin. No, but melanid. they're kind of fragile. And when when they get to lean up, when they then they're like Donovan's age now. He's three. It's brilliant. They're like little. Colours, it's yeah, he's angelic, that kid. He, but Donovan loves Sonny, doesn't he? He likes oh, him yeah. already, yeah, but he yeah, wants yeah. to kiss him too hard. Yeah, and he puts his hand over his mouth when Sonny's crying, which is not... Be quiet now, <laughs> Sonny, that'll do. No, he just kind of says, I'll, I'll see to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting technique you've developed, Donovan. Yes, if we stifle the oxygen, it's quieter. <laughs> We are doing some local news from the Manchester area before we build towards our live show that we're doing from the Manchester Opera House. The three of us will be on stage for this talk sport radio broadcast stroke podcast. But first of all, to align ourselves with a person of people of Manchester, there's more than one person. <laughs> I love this city, it's just one man's dream. Uh, we've already given them Noel Gallagher, the people of Manchester. Now we are going to. Uh, well, given him back. Given him back, haven't we? We've had him for a while. <laughs> I don't think he's got much left to give. Seems to be focusing on producing the wrong hotel what do you mean well he's got there's a hotel down the road that if Why he stays there more and more they'll name a room after him so yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a hotel in town yeah and if famous mancunians if you stay there for a hundred nights you get a suite named after well him. who's got i don't think that's true i think they just told you that peter savile has got uh, peter savile has got one the famous factory artist the, the designer he's Jimmy only one. now then Jimmy, now then Jimmy, i've got a room here from a young man <laughs> <laughs> Does Jimmy ain't got one, but ever since ever since then, I stumbled across this, and I was like, "Why, why has Pete Savile got a suite here?" And they said, "Oh well, if you're a famous Mancunian, you stay a hundred nights, you get your suites." So I've stayed there ever since. How many nights you clocked? Think about two. I was saying to Matt, it's like checking your green shield stamps. I go, "So how many, how many nights have I got to go now?" Like, green. Fifty-three. For those of you listening in the past, <laughs> you'll get the reference uh, of green shield. It's quite a low number though that he's done. So how many? About fifteen. No, no, you'll never do it. I will. I will if it kills me. It might well do because you're, having, you're going to have to come up here for 80 days. You're going to be you're lost. You're bewildered. You're away from your woman. It's a nice hotel. Sven Sven Eriksson used to live there. I stayed in this suite. Charges over fake cop claim. This is Manchester News. A man has been charged with impersonating a police officer. Wayne Dawes, 40, of Fields Crescent, Hollingworth Hyde, was charged with two offences of impersonating a police officer, possessing an offensive weapon and theft of a police uniform. He is due before Manchester magistrates on November the 4th. Seems like a relatively well put together crime. He's impersonated one. What was his... Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's done anything. from it? Yeah, what did he gain status from it? Excuse me! Glimmer of status. I'm a police officer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on then. <laughs> Do you want to know the time? <laughs> yeah, so like, he, just, yeah. he did it, didn't he? And then that's how he masterminded a jewel heist. you go to a fancy dress party as a policeman, at what yeah. point are you impersonating a policeman <laughs> legally? Yeah, right, because I would like to go. Hold on, that was a very accurate impression of a police officer. You are under arrest. Are you a real policeman? No, you got me. Oh, no. (laughs) There's a policeman at the party who'd come as Popeye or something. Yeah, right, yeah. He's a genuine policeman. You're under arrest, officer. Hold on, I'm not a real policeman. 
Well, it seems yeah, he must to me. have been doing so, pretending to. I don't know. This is an incomplete piece of journalism from about this about Wayne Dawes, forty of Fields Crescent. You get a lot of information. I think the real transgression is against Wayne Dawes because now all we have to do is go to Fields Crescent, knock on every door, and look for. And the person who opens it, like by saying hello, 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 we now know <laughs> is Wayne Dawes. So he's been transgressed against, and as far oh, he's got an offensive weapon though in this. Yeah, but maybe that was a truncheon. That is offensive. Part of the, uh, part of the uniform. If you are doing a film and there's like some actors pretending to be a policeman in the film, they have to put another shirt on over the top of their uniform when they're on the street, so that people don't can't say, "Officer, officer, come quickly, come quickly! There's been a cat burglar." What is it illegal to dress as a policeman in public? Yeah. But like me, when I've done films, right, say there's an extra dressed as a doctor, right, say there's a scene, right, in the film Arthur, what I just finished, there's a scene set in a hospital, right, and like, yeah. when there's someone dressed as patients, I look at them and think, oh, you look poorly and vulnerable, <laughs> you don't touch me. <laughs> and I say, well, as a doctor, I go, oh, seven years of education, <laughs> congratulations. I'm really influenced by what they wear. Right. Well, that's the potency of uniform for you. That's the power of it. That's the power of a uniform right there, Noel. They said that about the Nazis, didn't they? Yeah, they did say that. It was a very, very effective costume. And if only they'd left it at that, they'd have been the snappiest dressers <laughs> in history. Do you know what he did? That Hugo Boss designed that all that gear, didn't he? That's Hugo amazing. Boss, yeah. Designed the Nazis outfits. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah how old? Yeah. Like, the thing that's what most fascinating it? about that is how old is Hugo Boss? If he was old enough <laughs> to design he's Nazi costumes. He's costume. still living above the shop on Regent Street now. He's dead now. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's dead now. Was he English? <laughs> no, he must You've got a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just popping over to Germany. Oh, nothing. You've got nothing a big much. contract to come in. <laughs> look, I know you guys are terribly busy with this war, but I've got to just dress up these Nazis. Oh, they look so swish. Well, you'll see them off. when they march through the streets yeah. of London. I wore his aftershave once. <laughs> yeah, you're part of the problem. I feel you have been. Yeah. He didn't do that. He That's did. Look it up. Look at that English. aftershave. He's made oh, from he's Hitler's German. tears. Hugo Boss. That's Hugo Hitler Boss. tear aftershave. It's true. I've heard it before. He's obviously German. That's not very German. They're not going to outsource Hugo. shit like that. Hugo, yeah. Italian, isn't it? Oh, they're, not out, they're not going to outsource if they're thinking, right, we're going to march into Poland, we're going to... We're going to That's true. We'll have that. No, Where are we going to get the uniforms from? They would have outsourced right. it. Yeah, there's a brilliant designer in England called Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about the Nazis is they were pretty nationalistic. <laughs> OK, <laughs> let's do fair opportunities. We, I know this gay lad, gay Jewish fella. <laughs> he's, up for he's, a, he's got a great flair for cloth. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume that Hugo Boss was German. We can move on to another piece of Manchester news. Here is this. Patients come first, says nurse as she takes charge of hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what an egotistical outburst by her. After me, of course. After all, it wasn't them that took control of the hospital. They're too frail. New career high after joining NHS as a student. I will do all I can, says this woman. A nurse has been put in charge of one of the region's leading hospitals, but will continue to work shifts on the ward. Leslie Doherty, previously a director of nursing at the Royal Bolton, has worked for the NHS for 33 years. The 52-year-old said, I'm delighted and privileged to be the new chief executive of the Royal Bolton Hospital. Patients will always be my first and biggest priority. Listen, love. Isn't that straight stating the bloody obvious? Yeah. You're what, was, what were they focusing on before the vending machine? <laughs> oh my god. We've important. run out of hula hoops again! <laughs> beep! Beep! Nurse! Nurse! Come quick! Here's that beep again. <laughs> Could someone silence that beep? I'm trying to get some jelly babies! My baby has turned to jelly! I'm not interested in that! I want one that already is jelly! She can't be in charge if she's a nurse. She's not even a doctor. 
She's not even a doctor. Imagine you should see hate the pose she's taken in the uh, Manchester Evening News, Matthew. She's clasping three of her fingers in a manner is popularised by webcam girls. That's a, that's a gang sign. I know that gang. That's yeah. a bloody she's gang left sign. Little finger out. It is. Where, that hospital is in a pretty rough part of town. I've got it's to in a rough part of town. It's a coded message. Look at all the yeah. arrogance in her statements. Patients come first, says nurse. So she takes Somebody charge. Somebody highlighted the headline with an orange pen just in case. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, well, you read the wrong one. Is that you? Yeah. A, it can go down a cul-de-sac where he starts with a story that has been highlighted. I have done. Yesterday we read for 25 minutes about a luxury hotel <laughs> that had nothing wrong with it. I don't even know why it was in the paper. She, I think it was an advert. She's making a gang sign there. That is a gang sign. If you are part of the gang that clutches three fingers and reveals the pinky finger, I think your gang sign's a bit camp, firstly. <laughs> And I'll come round your way and kick up a real store. Also, it makes it sound like she, in one fell swoop, took control of the hospital and said that out loud. Patients come first! <laughs> right, get out of the way, Okay, right, I'm in charge of this hospital. Someone call Hugo Boss. I look like shit! Someone dress me up so I look more imposing and intimidating. So there we go, that's a little bit more Manchester news. Later on on the show, we will be talking to spiritualist Derek Ancora. Ancora. Ancora, Ancora. You're obsessed with him, aren't you, Matt? What? I met him. Oh, we had one date. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's good. pretty funny. Is he? But what do you mean? Have, have, you know, have you met him then? No. Not in this a, life. Do you know his work? <laughs> I do, yeah. He's, he shivers uh, in a shake. He's got a spirit guide. Mm. I can't remember what his name is. We'll find out later. Well, he's got one that he says this yeah, is he goes, particular like, one. Say, for instance, it's Jack. He goes, yeah. Jack's telling me this. Jack. What Jack? No, Jack. He, he but, really... Right. He, bollocks. Oh. <laughs> Noel Gallagher there surprises the nation by dismissing paranormal sciences. Well, I think you might be right, Noel, but we'll find out when, when we talk oh, to him. We'll what? find out. Don't you worry about that. Oh, dear. The reason this came out, the reason this came out is because yesterday we were uh, in Newcastle and the theatre was haunted by the ghost of an actor that was killed by a, a cannonball That's while so they were imitating That's a thunderstorm. all rumour had it. No, mate. These There's no are... such thing as ghosts, though, is there? Oh yeah, that's true. No, that's well. Hold on, mate. We've got Derek Cora coming on the phone. He can't wade in when there's no he's such on the thing phone, as ghosts. He's coming in. <clears throat> well, either way, he might do. He might transmogrify and appear before our eyes. You can never tell with Derek, we've can got, you? We've got to have a good thing to do with him. We can't just let him waffle on. Don't let him waffle on. What we are we going to say? Let's set something up now. Let's say Let's we saw something spooky. Going to speak to Jimi Hendrix. You want Hendrix? I want to say like. I want Hugo Boss. We want to know why Hugo Boss I betrayed us, the I, people of England. I want to know every time there's a new Jimi Hendrix album with previously unreleased tracks on, you fucking heard them already. I want to say to Jimi Hendrix, you know what they're doing, Dan? Here we go, Legacy, mate. And you might as well tell Tupac, he's getting it in the neck and all. Yeah. They're doing it to all his gear. Yeah, you don't want to live forever. Just let it go, let it move go, on. Yeah. Yeah, let him rest, for heaven's sake. Well, that's just some of the complaints we'll be making at spiritualist medium Derek Acora. In other news, how you can <laughs> cop a say in police future. Readers help decide where cuts will bite. Police bosses who are facing sw swinging cuts. Swinging. 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 That's the word. To be swinging. To be tight. Swinging. Swinging. Stingy. No, there's a word. Swinging. <laughs> and it's got an e in it still. So it's it has, swinging. Matt. It's got an e and then an i in the middle of the word. That's what's baffled me. Wordsman. Yeah, but that word is not swinging. swinging. It's too high pitched. Swinging. I don't think it's written high pitch. It is, mate. It is. It's all there in high pitch. Swinging cuts want MEN readers to help decide where the axe falls. That's too much for that metaphor. Greater Manchester Police Authority has set up a website where people can choose which areas of the budget they want to cut. 
Metro and be able to decide where to cut police budgets. What about if criminals latch onto this? The lunatics are taking yeah. over everywhere. Hospitals, police. <laughs> Everything's but, gone well, nuts. It, right, immediately, if you're a criminal, you're going bank security. Yeah, we're wasting far too much money on guarding money. <laughs> ra ra rapid caller, armed response units. We don't need those. We don't need it. Why do you want to be responding to things rapidly? The thing's already happened. Do it in a month. Wait a month and respond then. Once something's happened, it's happened. You can take all of that money you're wasting on protecting money and throw that money out of the window. You've just created more money there. Yeah, this is a crazy system. Well, look, we can contribute. The website is www.budgetsimulator forward slash GMPA, which is a real pain in the ass to think about. It's a series of words. Everybody taking part will be entered into a prize draw. So not only do you get to dabble in police affairs, we might very well win a hamper. You get one of those little commemorative plates. Yeah. With like broken handcuffs or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you took part yeah. in dismantling the law. We're Do in we know a... some Manchester facts. Matt, I'd love to know anything about Manchester that you'd care to tell me. Right, I'll just do some quick ones and then a really good one at the end. The Ooh. atom was first split in Manchester. Yes. Was it? You didn't yes. know that. You didn't we know did that. Know. Oh, yes. I went to school in Manchester. We were taught it. You weren't helping splitting atoms. I bet you never even we turned up. We were taught it. I bet you Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we were taught it. Yeah, kids. Right, you know, uh, they split the way out of here. And then I bet you just cleared off and went smoking fags over the allotments. Yeah, we did indeed. Over mm. 20 Nobel Prize winners have come from Manchester. Have you even got one yet? And the 21st is not far off. <laughs> <laughs> you are not even going to get a hotel room named after you at this rate, let alone a Nobel Prize. <laughs> and then listen to this. A Mancunian zoologist discovered that a frog can throw up. But listen to how he does it. How did he get it? The frog throws up its stomach first, so the stomach is dangling out of its mouth. Then the frog uses <laughs> his forearms to dig out all of the stomach's contents and then swallows the stomach back down again. I've done that so it's like an old lady going for a handbag. He sicks it up and goes, oh, no, no, I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nice, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. It's a nice lipstick. He puts it back in. Why did it take <coughs> a Mancunian to discover this frog fact? Because it rains all the time here, so you spend a lot of time indoors. Either writing music yeah taking drugs or, or doing science just doing science on a frog splitting <laughs> atoms and shit splitting <laughs> atom write a song look inside a frog's yeah, innards yeah, we'll get to the yeah. bottom of this Russell Brand Rock and Roll Radio that's branded for trouble 100% fire brand Russell Brand on Talk Sport have we got Derek Akora on the phone now the ghost expert genuine real life ghost buster Derek Akora is coming on the phone. He's going to tell us what on earth's going on with these new Jimi Hendrix records. Why can't we let him rest? He's going to tell us whether or not there was a genuine ghost in that theatre in Newcastle. Derek, are you there? Russell, how are you? Derek, I'm very well. It's lovely to see you again. We briefly met earlier today in Liverpool and I'm very glad that we are now connecting. With me in studio is Noel Gallagher and Matt Morgan. Hi, Noel. Hi, Matt. We're very obviously, like everyone, curious about the nature of death. Derek, how can you talk to the dead? How can I talk to the dead? Well, the answer of fact, I don't talk to the dead. Thank no you. We knew it. You were making it up. No, no, no. It was a trick all along. Oh, guys, let me talk. I, um, they talk to me. All right. Right? I'm not schizophrenic. Sort of little twist. Okay. Um, I just got this gift that where these people can get through from. A Is that one now? Listen to this. It's Lassie. Is that Ken Dad's dead dog? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fart. 
Okay, so you so you you can just tune into a frequency that the rest of us can't access. Where people, how come people have still got their identity as a human from beyond the grave? Well, because your personality is in place. It doesn't change your personality, the way you are, as you are on the earth in the physical life. Okay, still stays the same when you're in your ethereal body, which that's all you can be in when you leave this atmosphere. How do you know this piece of unknowable metaphysical knowledge, Derek? Metaphysical? I've studied the metaphysical since I was a young man. I'm 60 years of age now, and believe me, okay, the things that are going on that most people don't know, okay? What's going on, Derek? Tell I'll us, tell some, you what's going tell us on. some of those things. We'll put it on the radio. We're going to burst the bubble. Yeah, let's burst the bubble. There's many, 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 many things. You see, governments across the world, oh, they know, know like this. knowledge. <laughs> yes, yes. They know of it, you know. They really do. But, you see, if they were to let this out, are you listening? Yeah, we're listening. I'm into this sort of thing. I want yeah. a revolution. If, if, you, if, if you were to know it, as the average Joe Bloggs on the road, you would not <laughs> conform with many things that are going on, on on this planet at the moment. Enlighten us, enlighten us. Tell us what. Noel Gallagher wants the truth. He can't handle the truth. Yes, he can. Tell him, Derek. Well, like, I, know, I, I appreciate hey, no. that there are global conspiracies and people are denied information that keeps it, and we're all spellbound by, That's you know, the veil. That's been going on since the, the, the dot. <laughs> Come on, guys. You're intelligent men. I'm You're not, intelligent I'm not, people. Now, we are intelligent men. But okay, so that's good. Okay, so the, and I accept that there is clandestine knowledge that the general population don't have access to. But that's why is that about ghosts? Ghosts, ghosts. Really, let me explain this to you, my good mate. Okay, <laughs> is this? Derek, that ghosts. is a bit menacing. <laughs> no, ghosts are not menacing. Ghosts are a manifestation um, of an energy that's left behind of a person that's lived a life and leaves. If they love the place where they are and what have you, they leave that energy behind. So now and again, periodically, it comes from the fabric of the places where they have been happy being in. Okay. I and the difference that. between a ghost and a spirit, okay, is this. When a person sees an apparition of a ghost and they see them floating across the room mm. with no legs, or they see them floating across, you know, um, above the heads and what have you, that is a manifestation of an energy that's left behind. The difference, guys, the Derek, difference. Derek, no, we're listening. Derek. The difference is this. Now listen, Russ. Listen, Russell. Listen. We are, mate. I'm all ears. Listen to this. When a spirit person comes in to our energy hmm. and atmosphere, the ether of our homes or places of haunting happenings, you can see them and they can see you. You can see um, them logging you, seeing them seeing you. All right, David, I understand that bit. Have you, this is talk sport, we need to know, have you seen any sporty ghosts? Sportsmen's ghosts, athlete ghosts, ghost boxers? <clears throat> I've seen many over the years. Okay. Many, many, any many, Any good many famous people. ones, any famous one, ghosts? a boxer called Floyd Patterson. You've seen Floyd Patterson's ghost? Yeah. What's he, what's he up to? Well, let me tell you about him. I didn't expect it. It was totally clogged. It shocked me. I was in a, um, I was doing the, the series of Most Haunted. Um, okay. What series? Forgive me, I, I can't remember. But yeah. I was in a, a, a castle 
um, in Ireland. <laughs> and suddenly um, he appeared. And I thought to myself, I'd recognise this guy. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't remember who he was until I had the confirmation. And he said, I paid for this roof. So I said to the owners of this castle, he paid for this roof. Who is it then? Why did Floyd Patterson buy a castle roof? What's going on? Well, I'll tell you, he paid for this castle roof oh. and the ceilings. And it appeared that um, a, a family member of his um, in yeah. Ireland um, was, you know, she didn't have enough money. So all of a sudden, money came available to pay for this roof and ceiling, which was absolutely beautiful. Right. Did he pay for it in life or as a ghost? This was when he was alive, was it, Floyd Patterson, or was he... There was well, that he thought about it, payment. but when he was in death, he made sure the money that came to the lady to pay £78,000 to pay for the ceiling and the roof. Was that the exact amount of his last purse? Oh. Okay. I, I, Derek, thank you very much. You personally, you have a spirit guy that usually acts as a sort of translator. Is that correct? Or do you talk directly to the ghost or do you always use your spirit guide to translate no, his I messages? I use my spirit guy called Sam, who's Masumai. Oh, um, Sam. Occasionally, purely simply because some communicators from the world of spirits haven't learned the art of communication. Some are really, really good at it and what have you, are really trying. Um, so Sam comes in as a mediator, yeah. Derek, thank you very much. I wish that uh, we could talk about this long because it's obviously a fascinating topic. We're actually uh, performing at the Manchester Opera House, which is haunted, isn't it? It is. It is. There's a number of um, energies that come in there um, that are visiting spirit people. So there's no problems with that. Are we going to be all right? Is there any of their names? Is there anything we should know about before no, we no, go on no. stage? Russell, look, I'm scared uh, one uh, might get us. The people that are, uh, you know, visiting will love you. I know that. Honestly? Yeah, honestly. Can we know some truth. of their names so we can address them and tell the audience, because we're doing a live show, we want to say we just spoke to Derek Okora, the world's <laughs> premier ghost master. We want to, we're, we're here with some ghosts. <laughs> And uh, here well, they look, are. I can tell you now, my good friend, okay? Yeah. That there's a, a, a man <laughs> that does frequent the place. He's only in visitation. His name, plain, simple name is George. Um, he had a heart attack um, and he, he must have had some kind of very, very strong um, links with the um, place. There's also a man called Tom and there's also Hillary. George, now, Tom and Hillary, they're yeah. the main, they're the in charge of these, these are the ones we should be watching out for. Yes. And Will also, we see any paranormal activity? Might they knock something over or come up on stage or do anything? Even more so than that, let me tell you, at the backstage, okay, you know... Which is where we are now, Derek, we're backstage now. Yes, the Whoa. strings and what have you that go with all the tabs at the front and the back of the theatre, there's a guy that messes about there, okay? <laughs> I was just what? blaming Noel for that. I <laughs> know. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully tonight, after me speaking, okay, he'll probably do all those kinds of things. Oh, wow, we're oh, going to get no. actual ghosts. Derek, thank you and for And you'll get orbs in there as well. What? So was the last one? You'll get orbs all orbs. over the place. Orbs. I should bloody well hope so, mate. How much do they cost? Are they still 20 quid? on tonight? Because if you haven't, you're going to miss out. Derek, we are going to watch out for all this paranormal activity. Thank you very much for giving us that information. It's been fantastic talking to you. Noel, you... What, that wasn't Derek Cora. That was a very drunk Derek Hatton.
That was Derek Akora. Thank you very much, Derek. You've been fantastic. You know, Thank you for coming on the show. Derek, I was not Derek Hatton. It's in Derek a former life, I meant. In a former life. Noel's just being you. silly. You know his public persona. He means no harm. Derek, thank you very much. We'd love to have you on the show again. You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Bye. Right, so now we are going, we're now going to wrap up this part of the radio show. That we're going to the live element. Fun. We now know there are actual ghosts to watch out for. Hillary, Tom and George and that backstage monkey and the orb. I really want to know if that boxer's ghost was dressed as a boxer. Yeah, because why would you dress in boxer's clothes? You could dress as anything, couldn't well, you? No, but like, if you were a ghost, what would you be wearing? Because that must mean you don't change your clothes as a ghost. So that's like... You don't have wardrobe, You have really. one outfit, yeah. like so what, what would sum you up? You know? So if he was a boxer, yeah. he probably only spent you know, a quarter of his time dressed as a boxer. Boxer? So why would he dress as a boxer? Oh, okay, let's wrap this up. Thank you very much for joining us. Russell Brand. Rock and roll. Radio that's branded for trouble. 100% fire brand. Russell Brand on Talk Sport.